I was nine years old when I f saw my very first computer. Um, I had seen snippets of it on the television and even through office windows, but the very first time I saw a computer for myself was when I was uh, way back in the 1990s, the early 1990s. And my uncle brought one from the United States and uh, that was it. That was my first foray into tech. Um, it was very exciting that night when we turned it on. We had to type in WIN and enter it. And I'm sure a lot of people don't know uh, that that was how you turned the computer on in those days. It was way early 90s. Uh, now we just uh, press a button and your computer turns on. But that was that was then, and it was very exciting. We spent the whole night just exploring, trying to figure out what this new apparatus with the screen and the huge CPU and all the wires. There were like a million wires behind it. <laughs> and I, I even helped to fix some of the wires because they were color-coded. And uh, that was exciting, really, really exciting time for me. And I don't think I've ever gotten over that excitement. And so uh, I've always pursued things with tech ever since I was nine years old. Uh, what inspired me was my family. Um, and by inspiration, um, I believe that because they didn't really try to stop me from pursuing my love of uh, tech, they inspired me in many ways. Um, my mother especially, she was open to anything I wanted to do. She said, just as long as you focus on it and you want to do it and you think that you can earn a living from it, you should do it. And I really, that was, that was all the inspiration I needed. My uncle was very inspiring. A lot of, I, I have a lot of family. And my grandparents were the kind who believed that anybody who set his, his or mind to anything could do it. Um, I know it was rare for the generation. Um, my great-grandparents were like that as well. So they must have been revolutionaries or perhaps rebels in that time. But just the thought that I had um, backing from home was enough to get rid of all the challenges outside and that alone was inspiration enough for me to keep pursuing um, tech. So I've been in this industry for a while because I remember that when I was 13 and, and uh, I first entered SHS, it was senior, senior secondary school in those days. And, uh, first went to school, I already knew how to send text and uh, I could write a few lines of code of, of HTML and because I, I could send uh, an email with a background and even even add music to it. And so I've always pursued it, always wanted to be, to understand it and, and uh, to be a part of the industry. So I've been, let's just say about 30 years don't want to uh, assume too much so i've been in this industry for a while 
and uh, so I've seen tech go through a lot of changes from simple HTML sites and now we have web apps and uh, moving pictures and all that so I've seen technology evolve which is uh, one of the exciting things um, of this generation now initiatives I took quite a lot actually I have worked with TV TVs uh, web TVs that streamed events usually football matches online and uh, it was exciting uh, trying to build ads and um, quotes and flash programs for these uh, for this website that was one of the most exciting initiatives I took but uh, more recently I've been working on uh, bringing women more into the limelight of tech so that uh, they are not stuck on front-end development like uh, I was for, for a while and to um, explore the more exciting parts of tech and not you know just the design so uh, uh, I was given this opportunity to bring women into the limelight and uh, so of taking some initiatives to try to make that possible but apart from that too uh, I have built apps that are sellable which I didn't know at the time <laughs> and uh, so some of my initiatives with tech um, in 10 years I think that it would be amazing to visit or to host a tech show in Ghana that responds to women's needs. We know and realize that the world is really run by women, really, when we think about it. <laughs> and so uh, the more women are involved in how technology evolves and how they can use technology in their daily lives and even to plan their futures and their kids' futures and other people they, they care for, the easier it might be for <clears throat> tech to become more uh, progressive and perhaps um, more spontaneous in our lives not necessarily as it is now a male dominated field uh, that caters to perhaps more caters more to communications and uh, perhaps uh, motion than to compassion and uh, all these things that women uh, explore to keep their homes and their families and the community and their country safe. So uh, I hope that in 10 years we get to see new ideas and new strategies being developed in tech uh, that would cater to the everyday needs of everybody not just you know entertainment and and uh, the like mm -hmm. 
Um, I've done quite a lot of projects. Um, <laughs> some of them are personal. I I tend to do a lot of experiments in my home, my own home, and those are the ones I'm proudest of, because usually I don't have any uh, set out parts or. I could make, I could draw schematics and uh, I'd have to use uh, cardboards for them and build little things that, uh, <laughs> very weird, little things to respond to daily needs. Um, but I suppose one of my, one of the projects I'm most proud of is uh, working with autistic children and trying to use tech uh, as a means of communication to bring this uh, autism awareness to the community, to teachers and, uh, and everybody. That is one of my, my proudest um, projects so far. As a woman in tech, I face a lot of challenges, no doubt times for coding most of the times um i feel it's easier to code in the middle of the night and yet society expects a woman to wake up at 6 a.m and sweep her compound and wash her you know stuff and uh, all these little nuances that we have not yet let go of in ghanaian society so it's kind of weird for a lot of people to see me wake up at midday and uh, just, you know, laze about a bit, maybe get some food in there and then, you know, get back to my computer. So it's always hard to for people to understand my lifestyle. They believe um not really doing any work, even if even when the tangible results come out, they seem to uh think that maybe there was a man somewhere who did a chunk of it and you know as usual they expect that it was just perhaps the front end that uh i built but um that is not as challenging as being a woman carrying your laptop at your back and uh going from place to place it seems to unnerve a lot of people who have a certain conception of women. They expect you to have makeup on and do your hair in a very long and um, very hot styles. They are also expecting, you know, womanly dresses, not the usual jeans and uh, t-shirts. And they're expecting you to be coy and perhaps not as learned as um, people in tech usually are. So when you go for uh, conferences and uh, projects and meetings, they seem either very taken by you or very pissed off with you. And it seems to me that those who tend to be pissed off that there's a woman taking charge of a technology project, they seem to be a lot more. And this has unfortunately made me grow a very thick skin because um, sometimes 
all of these can degenerate into insults and uh, curses in, in some ways where they say, ah, the way you are, you're not never going to find a man to marry. You're never going to have a kid. You're never going to do this and that. So they um, discourage, discourage uh, me as a woman in tech a lot. But I, I guess being in this industry for a while has opened my eyes to see that yeah, lives are not perfect anyway. <laughs> So it makes it easier to just ignore these things. Also, a lot of companies are a bit taken aback when they ask for people to work and in comes a woman. The first thing uh, I've been asked in several interviews are, do you plan to get pregnant anytime soon? Or sometimes they ask, are you married or do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a partner? You know, are you going to disrupt their work because you're a woman and you might need to go to the hospital to, you know, for antenatal and stuff like that. Uh, another thing that is very unnerving in the industry is that they think that a woman is unable to perhaps freely travel and give of herself because as I said, society has conceptions about women and um, unfortunately we still haven't let go of these conceptions. So they they still trend all over. Um, and they're expecting you to use your time to learn how to make up and uh, you know, spruce yourself up, not necessarily using the time to learn code. So that is, <laughs> That is a challenge. Another challenge is when um, people decide that you know you can't do anything else, and unfortunately, they relegate you to what they think is the easiest job, and so they try to pay what I call female wages to you, which is in some ways madness. Um, some, some people seem to be thrown when you tell them, oh, all the way back in 99, I learned Oracle. Or that, you know, I have some experience with backends or that I can do this or do that. They expect that you only know the design part. And so they think that they should pay you peanuts or crumbs because, um, they are going to have to give it to a man to do the rest anyway. That's also very unnerving. Uh, it's very challenging in the tech world. You have to have, you have to basically just close your ears and your mouth and your eyes to everything and do what you need to do and let your work speak for yourself. And I hope that a lot of women see this and uh, they are inspired by closing your eyes, your ears, and your mouth, doing the work, and letting it speak for itself. So that you don't have to be pushed to the side uh, in this competitive, uh, unfortunately, women undermining industry of tech. Lately, it's become easier, I guess. Uh, more girls seem to do tech, but of course, uh, 
I think that a lot of people think that they're having pity on girls when they encourage them to do design, graphics design, or perhaps front end and all that. So, but at least it's, it's, it's getting better, a little better. Um, last words to add. I must say this is, I must say that when I think about it, I think I'm living one of my most exciting lives <laughs> through tech. I do quite a lot of things, but um, tech is my first love, my passion. It's exciting. And if you're curious, like I am, you'll never, ever, ever, ever run out of things to explore. Uh, tech, in some ways, reminds me of reading. It takes me to places that I have never stepped foot in or on, but um, I'm able to imagine this world and bring it and make it into a, a form that, you know, I can share with other people. So I love tech in all its ways. IoT is, is amazing. It's just crazy seeing um, a technological world. I can't stop uh, waxing lyrical about this. <laughs> I love it. And I hope that many more ladies get to experience the sheer excitement of technology, of, of exploring the world, of seeing the world through mechanical eyes and technology. It's, it's, it's wonderful. And uh, I think that your podcast is amazing. And I hope that this little bit about myself encourages someone somewhere to take a bold step into the world of tech and never let go. Thank you.